William Godwin, Letter to Mary Shelley, 6th of August, 1822. Dear Mary, I heard only two days ago the most afflicting intelligence to you, and in some measure to all of us, that can be imagined, the death of Shelley on the 8th ult. I have had no direct information, the news only comes in a letter from Leigh Hunt to Miss Kent, and therefore, were it not for the consideration of the writer, I should be authorised to disbelieve it. That you should be so overcome as to not be able to write is perhaps but too natural, but that Jane could not write one line I could never have believed, and the behaviour of the lady at Pisa towards us on the occasion is peculiarly cruel. Leigh Hunt says you bear up under the shock better than could have been imagined, but appearances are not to be relied on. It would have been a great relief to me to have had a few lines from yourself. In a case like this one lets one's imagination loose among the possibilities of things, and one is apt to rest upon what is most distressing and intolerable. I learnt the news on Sunday. I was in hopes to have my doubts and fears removed by a letter from yourself on Monday. I again entertain the same hope today, and am again disappointed. I shall hang in hope and fear on every post, knowing that you cannot neglect me for ever. All that I expressed to you about silence and not writing to you again is now put an end to in the most melancholy way. I looked on you as one of the daughters of prosperity, elevated in rank and fortune, and I thought it was criminal to intrude on you forever the sorrows of an importunate old man and a beggar. You are now fallen to my own level. You are surrounded with adversity and with difficulty, and I no longer hold it sacrilege to trouble you with my adversities. We shall now truly sympathise with each other, and whatever misfortune or ruin falls upon me, I shall not now scruple to lay it fully before you. This sorrowful event is perhaps calculated to draw us nearer to each other. I am the father of a family, but without children. I and my wife are falling fast into infirmity and helplessness, and, in addition to all our other calamities, we seem destined to be left without connections and without aid. Perhaps now we and you shall mutually desire consolation from each other. Poor Jane is, I am afraid, left still more helpless than you are. Common misfortune, I hope, will excite between you the most friendly feelings. Shelley lived, I know, in constant anticipation of the uncertainty of his life, though not in this way, and was anxious in that event to make the most effectual provision for you. I am impatient to hear in what way that has been done, and perhaps you will make me your lawyer in England if any steps are necessary. I am desirous to call on Longdill, but I should call with more effect if I had authority and instructions from you. Mamma desires me to say how truly and deeply she sympathises in your affliction, and I trust you know enough of her to feel that this is the language of her heart. I suppose you will hardly stay in Italy. In that case, we shall be near to and support each other. Ever and ever affectionately yours, William Godwin. I have received your letter dated, it had no date, since writing the above. It was detained for some hours by being directed to the care of Monroe, for which I cannot account. William wrote to you on the 14th of June and on the 23rd of July. I will call on Peacock and Hogg as you desire. Perhaps William's letter and perhaps others have been kept from you. Let us now be open and unreserved in all things.